Irish wristwatch. Irish. And wrist Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck Irish it. bone broth. Ah, uh, fuck it. Irish bone broth. British bone broth. Haggis. 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 Steak and potatoes. Ketchup on eggs. Ah, uh, uh, you had to, you had to ruin it. Oh uh, my baby likes. My throat is killing me today, Josie. I don't know if you can tell. Do you have any uh, remedies? Any home remedies? For home remedies? Uh, I like ice cream when my throat's really sore. Yeah, really? Yeah. I I mean, it just numbs your throat, especially like a minty ice cream. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Nice. It does It does like kind of make you a little bit congested afterwards because of the dairy, but I still, just the numbing quality is just so good. Okay, nice. So... I actually saw a video on Facebook recently uh, oh. claim or, or something, but it was like food myths, and it claimed that uh, dairy didn't give you phlegm. So I don't know if that. I mean, admittedly, I, I should probably question my source a little bit more. But I don't know. It could be psychosomatic. Exactly. Because like, I've think, always been told that it make it gives you phlegm, yeah. but I still eat it when I have a cold, which probably means it doesn't suffocate me enough to stop me exactly and that's like probably the worst time to get phlegm so yeah when you're already so i mean but yeah. what do you do for uh so right now i've got a uh big sized uh regular sized travel mug double mint tea bag and then just a crap ton of honey just more honey than a human being should really ever have i'm at this point i'm probably half b uh but it is doing the trick and i've got a i've got a recola um, I've been, I've been working on these all week. I feel like I was, I was in a school teaching, uh, teaching and like, I looked like I had a dip in my mouth, just the way the Ricola, the oh. mint was in my mouth. Like Ricola's, they just make me want to puke. Like if I'm really desperate, I will take a cough drop, but it, it makes me feel queasy. Like, yeah. I don't, some, for whatever reason. Yeah. I don't like the kind that numbs your throat. Like I don't the, like the kind with actual real medicine in it, as opposed to just mint. I don't know. The mint is like just medicinal, medicinal enough that it makes me honestly uh, the honey doesn't do much for me either does it yeah. does it really do anything i mean i it's the sweetness it might it's it, again it, it just tricks you it just i think the psychosomatic it's just yeah. it's all in your head man you're in a weird headspace man yeah yeah so i so it's, it's the cold i'm it's totally really, gonna blame the cold you're totally getting in yeah. your head uh but anyway welcome to another episode of food weirdos i'm steve i'm josie uh, and we are weirdly passionate about food that's right Darn right. Uh, so you damn right. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Watch the language, Josie. You damn P right. Out of pastrami and rye. <laughs> uh, all right. I'll I'll let that one slide. Uh, so, but yeah. Speaking of things that are like remedies, uh, you know, comforting stuff. Um, I was at home, uh, having a nice relaxing morning, taking some me time, you know, um, with my roommate as well, and she was having a bad day. Um, she, you know, stuff. You know, just bad stuff happens sometimes. And so I suggested to her that we watch uh, we watch the movie Chef. I have never seen that movie. Uh, so it is a it's a great movie. I I love it. It's like it's my comfort food 
food movie. It's my comfort food movie. Is it about a chef? It is, in fact, about a chef. John John <gasps> oh Favreau God. is the titular chef uh, of the movie Chef. Uh, so it's it's a it's a good movie. Like he really, like you can tell he spent some time in kitchens, like trying to get the lingo right and trying to like pick up the culture. So we just it's just basically a video of this man cooking for an hour and a half, or uh, there, I mean, like a, an hour and forty five minutes. And there's some other stuff. There's a little bit of story, just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so hint of story. It's it, like there's no real conflict. Like it's every single problem in this movie is such a first world problem that there's no like sense of urgency. You don't have to be afraid for them. So, uh, spoiler alert for everyone who hasn't seen the movie Chef yet: uh, stop this podcast, go watch Chef, come back, we'll discuss it. Should I leave but, now? Uh, everyone but Josie. Uh, so okay, yeah, okay. you had your chance. Um, <clears throat> Damn it! I did two. That's two swears, Josie. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Uh, so no, it was the same word. It's fine. All right. Loophole. So um, it's Jean Favreau is a chef. Uh, he's divorced. Um, his ex-wife is this like beautifully, you know, attractive woman who is also like super understanding of Jean Favreau being a terrible dad. Um, he has a son who again is also understanding of Jean Favreau being a terrible dad. Uh, he gets fired. Um, there's a, a great cast. Dustin Hoffman is the owner of the restaurant. Um, there's like a, a brouhaha over a reviewer, but he gets fired. But rather than like, you know, bad stuff happening, he goes to Miami to his ex-wife's, like to help out his ex-wife. His ex-wife's ex-husband gives him a food truck and then he bonds with his son. Um, and John Leguizamo is along for the ride too. So they bond uh, over this food truck. Um, and, like, the worst problem that happens in this movie is, like, the kid doesn't get to go cross-country with his dad on the trip that he originally wants. He has to go cross-country on a different trip. There's no, like... There's no, like, beginning, middle, or end. You just sense that you're just watching something just happening. I mean, and it just Yeah, there's, like, going. a journey. But it all ends up, well, like, the dad... The, like, John Favreau and his ex-wife get back together. He gets a oh, restaurant okay. back at the end. So just, like, everything... So it's a happy... Like it's a the happy happiest end. ending. I mean, and, like, it's a nice happy ending, and there's no, like, huge high-stakes stuff along the way. It's, like, just... Just kind of milk toast enough that that it's all right. Well, so, like, let's talk about food in the movie. Okay. What, what, so what's... What kind of dishes are... Is he um, making? Like, is this... Uh, is so, this just really? I mean, so he's a to the movie, or uh, yeah, there's a lot of. I mean, so he um, he wants to make. So he works at like a fancy French, like French new French or like American restaurant, Ooh. serving like caviar eggs and molten molten chocolate cake. Um, so nineties though, exactly. Honestly. Well, that's it's and kind he wants, of dated. So yeah, he well that's the point. Like he wants to duck all orange and yeah. And that's that. so that that's the point. You astutely, as a real culinary person, picked up that that's kind of dated. He gets dinged by a reviewer, but his owner won't let him change the menu to something more modern. Uh, so he they get into a fight. He gets kicked out. That's so like realistic. I well yeah I know right they like I said they did their research. Wow. Um, he goes to Miami. Um, they have Cuban sandwiches, um, and then his ex-wife is like, well, yours is better. Um, by the way, I bought you to Miami, so my ex-husband, that's not you, could give you this food truck. Um, so they get a food truck. Uh, John Leguizamo saves the day, comes in as the sous chef, um, and then they go across the country. Sous chefs are the savers of the day. They really They are. really are. 
That's pretty. So yeah, they go and then then it's like road movie. They go to New Orleans and get beignets at Cafe Du Monde. Like they're actually at Cafe Du Monde. Um, they go to Austin and they get barbecue from uh, Franklin, the place with the the four yeah. hour wait. Um, and they they make like barbecue sliders. Um, so yeah, yeah they, so they have like Cuban and like Latin American food. Well, I feel like I don't need to see this movie anymore. You, I've yeah, gotten the full experience. You do though, you, because if you ever feel like if you're just having a bad day, just watch Chef. Um, How also, does it make you feel better though to watch people who have problems? Because then? it's just it's just so cute, and they're so happy, and they're a happy family, and they end up happily together. Uh, they Scarlett Johansson is in the movie, uh, and. Uh, John uh, John Favreau cooks her uh, spaghetti aioli. Uh, oh, aglio 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 spaghetti aglio 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 e olio. I'm sorry. Do I need to put another dollar in the swear jar? I don't know what I just said. <laughs> That's like that's my just comfort comfort food movie. Do you have do you have one of those or am I a weird? movie like a comforting yeah. comfort food movie? Yeah. Um. This is so. Oh, this just reveals me as such like a like a chick flick kind of person. Um. But I I really like that movie Chocolat. This like a ninety was it nineties to the early two thousands. Yeah. I mean Johnny Depp. Um, I don't even really. The story is is decent, but I really really love the food scenes in that movie yeah. like the the sort of montage where she's like setting up the shop and like she's like making like just like making the chocolate like you know smashing up the beans yeah. cause, and stuff like that and i'm like i don't even know if you can really do that but it seemed really cool I and th- I, I was like that's cool or that scene where they're having that banquet um and they're having the like the chicken with the mole sauce and everyone looks like they're just like ready to pass out uh, from nice. like from okay i'll say like food gasm okay it's like it was a food gasm. That's the only time I will admit <laughs> right, to that. Nice. I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, no, it's, that's a yeah, movie it's... that fully appreciated um, food yeah, for me know, in a way. And that... you know what? I bet I bet she made a lot of dark chocolate in that movie, Joseph. Ah, fuck you. Whoa. whoa you know whoa, what? Ah, oh, crap. Oh, no. So many things to go in the square jar now. We'll have to edit all that out later, folks. Um, yeah, well, we'll see. Uh, so yeah but yeah can we use a bleeper i'd love to use a bleeper we'll we'll see we'll experiment um maybe a a quacking duck uh every time we swear you know it's with (laughs) with love with love yeah love i reserve my curse words for people that i love uh Uh, you must really love me yes i do because i swear the most at you than anybody else (laughs) um so yeah shrek a lot that's a good one i think i watched that like with my parents um but i remember it's like yeah, it's like Johnny Depp right in his prime, um, France just as a character. All the like French people and the like nosy small town French people and the like chocolate with chili pepper, right? That's a thing when they're like, "What? She serves chocolate with chili peppers? Oh my! We're scandalized!" Oh, and uh, the, that scene where they have she has that window display and that priest guy just breaks in and just like eats everything <laughs> in his moment of like. I ruined sin. Lent, okay? Yes. I couldn't take it anymore. Uh, I was sick of my dry toast and lemon hot water. Just classic. Yes. Uh, it's beautiful. I, so. It was very fulfilling. And you know what? That, it, that movie does, does convince me a little bit about dark chocolate. 
Okay. All right. I, like as I a will, as a like maybe like a like a cocoa drink or like. Okay. Someday I will convert you. If um, it's made by a woman in France. Yeah. Who's like, um, sticking her middle finger to the religious establishment of a town, then I might eat it. All right. I'll I'll do some do some internet searching. I'll let you know. I have I have another food <coughs> um, movie. Do um, pray tell. So, uh, the big night. Have you ever heard of it? I have not. Okay. I've not seen any good so, movies. <coughs> so this is. Don't buy me, buddy. Uh, <coughs> no promises. Oh no. Um, <coughs> gotta get. Uh, uh, so I need some that honey uh, tea. Fifty cc's of mint chocolate ice cream stat. <coughs> we do. I just need it. Yeah. Uh, so big night. Uh, Stanley Tucci, um, Tony Shalhoub. Uh, Ian Holm isn't it? And every time I say an actor's name, I feel more and more like my dad because that's the exact like like I'll look at a screen and point out the names of the actors, and that's exactly what my dad does. Is that, um, is so that like a bad thing? No, it's not. Like um, in this because this this movie it's like a bond that my dad and I have together um, because it's so Tony Shalhoub and Stanley Tucci are brothers. They're Italian brothers, immigrants to the U.S., and uh, they're gonna lose their restaurant. Because they're not making they're not making any money because they're serving like authentic Italian food and people won't stand for not having a side of pasta with everything you know they want pasta with their risotto which is scandalous right that is what um, who the nineteen fifties so this takes place in like the fifties what the is 60s. wrong with them um there there's a lot of things wrong with them they're nineteen fifties or sixties Americans um but they have a party the big night and so they invite uh, Louis Prima to this party. Um, and I won't spoil this one. They invite Louis Prima to this big party at that restaurant, and then they just, again, with the food porn, but it's just like course after course of delicious food. Oh, my. And then the piece de resistance uh, is <clears throat> Il Timpano. Is that that thing that looks like a pizza cake? Uh, or a spaghetti cake or something? Kind of, yeah, okay, kind of. of I, you got, hey, you treat the Timpano with more reverence, all right? I'm sorry. Il Timpano. Um, so I'm sorry. I've yes. never seen I've never seen this right. movie. Well, I don't know any better. The Timpano I'm a child. You have to I, teach I'm, me. You're right. I'm sorry. Uh, so Il Timpano. It's like my you culinary. You have to put a dollar in the swear jar, Steve. T- oh man. No, you oh. didn't swear. You just made me feel bad. Oh well, that's a different jar, Josie. The Josie feels bad jar. Um, There's yes. So you're right. I mixed up the jars. <laughs> All right, uh, where was I? So the timpano, it's like my great white whale of, <clears throat> my great white whale of food. I like, have always wanted to cook it, and I never have. But yeah, they describe it as like, <clears throat> it's like you put everything that's good in it. So you, t- you, make <clears throat> you take pasta, and you cook pasta, and meatballs, and cheese, <clears throat> and cold cuts, and hard-boiled eggs. You know, maybe an alternative to that would be like, a spaghetti donut. I saw um, like a picture of a spaghetti donut. Could you just do that? I mean, I guess, but it's not quite the same. It's not maybe, quite, but it's close, right? <clears throat> maybe working my way up, to, my way up to it. But the t- il timpano, it's like it's my great white whale. I will be, ch- I will chase that, the perfect timpano until the day I die. Well, I can't admit that I fully understand it, but I respect your journey. Thank um, you. That's. That's all I ask. I, I just, probably this, need to see this movie. I um, highly recommend it. It's a great movie. Great cast. Great music. Um, 
Yeah, it's, it's a food movie classic for me. Well, we've both seen Ratatouille. I mean, everybody's seen yeah. that movie. I mean, yeah. that's yeah, that so. Yeah, it's like everyone knows that. Yeah, which is, I mean, it's a pretty solid movie. Like, I mean, you know, if you don't mind, but I've never felt rat. no, I've never felt the desire to cook the dish in that movie, like the Ratatouille. I've never, it's never made no? me feel like I have to cook this. What? I don't. I just don't. I've made ratatouille before, but I don't. After seeing that movie, it doesn't make me feel like this is magical and I need to do this. Don't you? Don't you have any soul, Josie? I mean, you were swayed by the French countryside. Like uh, in chocolate Chocolat. would make me eat dark chocolate. Okay, make me but, put chocolate on chicken. For... But like you're transforming all of these humble peasant things grown in the warm, like warm soil I, I can't even form words to explain how beautiful just the soil of provence is josie so just this beautiful french soil bathed in the french sun it just washed in the finest for french me. it doesn't hit home for me like like white castle that hits home for me i'm more but 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 i'm So would not turn down a beautiful hand or paw crafted, I guess, ratatouille. I guess if Thomas Keller made it. Yeah. He was the like consultant on that movie, yeah, right? Yeah, they based it off of his dish. So, yeah, yeah, I guess. Like, if the best chef in the United States made it. Is he the best chef in the United States? Like, he's well, one of the best. One of them, yeah. It, he's, like, the sh- best chef emeritus. Like, Yeah. So, I mean, I would kind of have to. Yeah. But yeah. if you put that down next to a bag of some wendy's or something i don't know what would happen yeah. i mean porcano los dos right why not exactly top your burger <coughs> man i'm sorry yeah put a dollar in the cough jar all right so sure. you can buy some we can buy some cough, some drops. cough drops yeah yeah um yeah put a little put a little ratatouille on your burger those things are nasty oh, oh it's so good it's Ricola. so herbal God. it's like <clears throat> they make me feel queasy they just oh, do like I, it makes me feel just queasy. It's how I know I'm an adult when I enjoy Ricola. I'm an adult because I enjoy licorice. Okay, I don't have to like cough drops. Well, I mean that's essentially like I'm pretty sure there's licorice in here. Yeah, um, but I just you know just licorice like not Ricola has like other stuff in it. Yeah, really. uh, I'm I'm looking. Unfortunately, I, the individual packaging doesn't have the ingredients. It might have on like it. anise in it, or oh, you totally. know, so a little bit which, of like anise. Um, but something about those, like I will, I will eat it if I'm really sick. But ugh. Oh. anyway, we, I, I digress. No, it's all right. Um, so I want to shift gears again because this is about me and what I, I watched. Yeah, today. pretty much this whole episode is about you. But please Sorry, continue. We're, we can we can take turns. Nah, uh, I'm feeling I, pretty I'll put, lazy. I'll put today. another jar in the jo- making Josie feel bad. Or put a put, yeah, no put no another, no. We already have another. that jar. We already have that jar. <laughs> Sorry, I meant um, put another dollar in the jar. But I mean, I'll just put another jar up or there. Or we can make another jar if you want, and then put a dollar in that jar too for the yeah, same just, thing. Sure. Porque no los dos. Do, 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 do. Uh, but this, is, yeah. Right. Anyway, um, I mean, more on. So this is more on the Taco Bell than the Thomas Keller level. Um, but I have to talk about. I, I just I have to talk about Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. Sorry. Fieri. 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 Yes. Fieri. Um, that's how he pronounces it, and you, have, you should respect the man. Not fiery. No, Guy Fieri. Fieri. Guy Fieri. You gotta Fieri. respect it. Yeah, what? Hey, he's a paisan, all right? He's, is he, he Italian? Is that like Italian? Yeah. Fieri. I mean, Fieri, yeah. It's, so, it's kind of weird. 
It's his name. Um, but he's like he gets he gets crapped on a lot by the media, and it would be the easiest thing for us to go on this this uh, or for me to go on and say, "Oh, Guy Fieri's a hack," you and know? that's what we're gonna do, right? No, what he is like, he is no, yes, he is a true like he's a smart person oh. like a, with a real like he knows what he's doing like he has this character and he plays this character i know but it is just easier to like it would be easy to just trash him we could right just, but he, we could. Like, he he knows what he wants he knows what he's doing and he went there and he got it like he you know had, took food network by storm he wasn't even he wasn't even the first best next food network I, star i agree with you but what is it like about him that just makes people not respect him? I mean, like I he, also kind of don't respect him, but it's weird. Like we should because he's actually very knowledgeable. He, like he is and he, about know. food, and he he does like a good job at his job. He's not like he's not like Gordon Ramsay. He's not like an asshole. Oh shoot! No, that sugar. I mean, another swear. Ugh. Well, uh, anyway, um, but he's not like a a, a jerk and a, a bleep hole to people. Um, bleeps, I like it. Um, uh, yeah, no, he's so like. Why do we like? Even I don't respect him. You know? I mean, like, like, why? But why? He gives the people what they want. Like, I mean, he has the like weird fusion or like you know sushi with barbecue and French fries in it and donkey sauce. But it's like, like the personality wise too. Yeah, it's like he does kind of just give people what they yeah. want, and then it's like we kind of resent him for it. Like. We're like, oh, you know, yeah. you know, he's friends with Kid Rock. We want um, we want people to scream at us, you know, like like Gordon Ramsay. Like we want people to shout at us, and make us feel bad about ourselves. And maybe then we're like, you do. and then know. they have like a probably, um, <laughs> and then you know they have like a billion dollar empire, right? Like Guy Fieri would be way richer if he was way meaner. I think. I I don't know. I mean, he's just like he 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 gives you know I don't know. That's an interesting question. Would he be richer if he was meaner i, I mean he, he wouldn't be him he wouldn't have won next food network star like he is this personality but it doesn't but, like come it's off him as authoritative maybe. maybe right he doesn't yeah he, he dumps himself down like when i've watched diners drivers and dives he'll 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 ask people questions and act as if he doesn't know yeah like oh what is that thing that you're putting together with onions carrots and celery and they'll go it's mirepoix and it's like of course he knows it's yeah mirepoix. yeah like, like, he knows yeah he knows very well what it yeah, is yeah he i mean you know, he the man built like several restaurants from the ground up he went to college uh has a degree from unlv i know that because i com- i'm a compulsive uh triple d watcher triple d being diners drive-ins and dives um yeah not which, which is yeah like that will always be my favorite thing of his it is uh, a good show yeah so i just like i can't i can't help but profess like of a strange appreciation for the man. He like, he, I shouldn't like him. I should be like, Oh, you're dumbing food down. But he's like, he's, he's not m- dumbing it down yeah. though for the sake of dumbing. Like he's making, yeah. he's dumbing himself down so he he's can make it accessible and make people feel good and comfortable and like feel good about what they do when he goes into their like personal, not personal, but their like home base yeah. where they're cooking like yeah. you don't like if you come into someone's kitchen and yeah you want to okay make this is like another Gordon Ramsay comparison but like he does the kitchen nightmares he comes in and tells them everything they're doing wrong yeah at least one person will get fired like every episode <laughs> if mm-hmm. not multiple people um they may or may not like 
have a successful ending. He'll make everyone feel like crap about themselves two thirds of the way through and like break them down. And the guy's way richer than Guy Fieri, I'm assuming. Like he is way, his brand is way bigger. Yeah. I mean, he's he's, also, it is so disrespectful too. Like, uh, but some of those places it's disgusting. Like they need to not, you know, poison people or whatever, but Mm. you know, there's no, um, no dignity, no respect. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Like, you know, Guy Fieri, like it's respectful and is like, he respects other people. Yeah. Like, and yet nobody respects him. Guy can't not get as no much respect. as he should. Yeah, no respect, no respect. He's I tell like you. A R- Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, who coincidentally uh, is like his favorite comedian. Because uh, I think he identifies. With yeah, exactly. Probably. Right. Yeah. Oh Lord, what have we done to this poor man? I mean, I think he's doing all right. He's, he's just l- trying to do. His he's life still life. got his shows and his restaurants and his wine um, and his like beautiful family that he drags along on okay, every he's episode. Okay, not that poor. I don't feel that sorry yeah, for him. No, he's... Guy Fieri Can I say the F word? Uh, f- if, as long as the F word is Fieri. Fieri. Yes. yes. Fieri. Fieri him. Fieri him. But I'm wondering if you've ever had an experience where you're friends with someone and then you realize like for the first time, oh, they have this like eating habit and that's disgusting. Why do they do that? And you just find this out about them and it changes your view of them. Um, yeah. Like I, uh, I had a friend who I realized, I, I know it's like judgmental of me, but I, I was talking with her about what's your, uh, oh, you're from, uh, you know, Kazakhstan. So like what dish do you really miss? Yeah. You know, from home. And she described like, this like horse meat dish that it was like you start by putting like all the the horse lard in and then you put all the meat and potatoes and you cook it for like hours and hours and stir it up and she's like it's the best thing ever and like went into great detail about it and i was just like that just sounds really like i didn't say it like i was like oh okay but i was like that's kind of gross what what, just because it's horse it's gross. It's just, it's like the mixture of like the horse, like horse lard. I imagine that that would have like a really gamey flavor. Um, and then just kind of cooking it a long time was really fatty, greasy. And then put the meat in and then like the potatoes, like I'm fine with, but like having like a lot of really gamey, fatty flavor. Well, I mean, I would imagine the potatoes cook down and so they'll kind of emulsify the fat into the stew. Right. Cause you got, your potato starch is going to break down and emulsify that fat a little bit. Um, I, I mean, I guess Are, it depends on the depends on the horse too, right? Well, like, I guess I beautiful I'm, Kazakh grass-fed horses. I'm sure have really beautiful, delectable f- fat. I'm probably just really judgmental about it. I think yeah, I am. It's it's but it just yeah, sounded it's really unappealing to me, and I was like, oh, I just but, uh. I would, so you wouldn't eat horse then? I mean, not that particular dish. Like maybe I might. You know, I might honestly eat a horse burger. Okay, all right. I, but something that has, like, tons of, like, the, the lard in it and kind of cooked together, like, I don't know. And I, But I guess I would eat refried beans, though, Right, maybe. and those are cooked in lard or carnitas cooked in lard. But I'm not really good with, like, gamey flavors, to yeah. be honest with you. Like, I, I struggle with, like, strong gamey. It's like I need something to, but just having, like, a big kind of, they like in a big sort of pot, like where it's just the smell fills the room kind of, I was like, it would be like, Oh, I don't know. Ah, I, I'm just a judgmental, awful a- friend. Apparently. I mean, ju- 
judging someone for eating horse. Frankly, I think we should eat more horse in this country. Maybe. I mean, you can go to that... Um, uh, what's that place called? It's like a purgatory. You can get bison burgers right. and elk yeah. burgers and exactly. stuff like that. It's, uh, the only... Horse is just like... A horse is just like cow. It just has a better PR agent, right? But this thing just kind of... Way she described it, it just definitely it just grossed me out. Like I was like, no, the the mental image of it, I was like, no, that no, I couldn't do that. Like if I went to her house, I couldn't do the proper Andrew Zimmern thing. I I would I'd be respectful, but I couldn't eat it. I, I, I what would I do? You know? And then I was like, I don't know if I can I can be friends with them anymore because I couldn't go to their house, and then I disrespect them, and it would be like awful. Uh, because when you go to someone's house, you have to. Right. Like, yeah. you kind of have to eat what is put in front of you. I mean, it's just so disrespectful not to, to even taste it. But, um... Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry you feel this way, Josie, but I, I don't know. I, I believe that if you were put in that situation, I bet you the horse stew would have been good enough that you would have tried to bite. And maybe even liked it. I believe in you, Josie. Even if you don't believe in yourself. I don't I believe, believe in, in you. myself. But, I, I but don't now, think... Now, do you know how, I, you know, you talking about this? So what about you? Yeah. Well, yeah. Come on, you're no saint. You're making me feel bad over here about well, this. Well, you know how like, you're talking about how this thing is disgusting and it's terrible and I don't you know if I can do it. as if you've never well, you know judged what? anyone before. Uh, I'm just saying that maybe you should think about that when uh, you're over there putting ketchup on your eggs. Yeah, and you've never Jesse. tried it. If you come to my house, I'm going to serve you ketchup and eggs. Well then, I would, eat, do about I would it? I would eat it, and I would judge it on its own merits, um, and it would. I wouldn't probably like it, but I would at least eat it. I mean, you would also be a dick. Yeah, swear, swear jar, jar. Swear jar. You'd also not be a kind person to do that, knowing that I specifically don't like it. Like, I, I mean, there's a difference between there's a difference between being hospitable like as a guest and then having preferences and then your host just being like, nah, too bad for you. I'm going to make you eat this. So, I mean, like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't invite a vegetarian over and then feed, like feed the meat just like as an, I F-U. would, if it was you, like I would <laughs> specifically because you've given me such a hard time about it. But if I did know that somebody didn't like something, but let's say like the person was so picky that, um, I was like, I, I, I don't even know what I can buy for them. Right. If, if it got to that point, I would try my best, but yeah, you, you know, only go you have so your far. limitations and that's when you, that's the reason why when you go to somebody else's house in whatever country you're in that you have to understand that and I like get that they have yeah. their limitations. Like you don't, they're not going to yeah. have the same stuff in their grocery store, you know, yeah. you're going to have in yours. So you can't be like that picky. Um, exactly. But I don't know, maybe it's, it's just human nature, I think, to not be comfortable, I think, with things that are, you with, know. That are new, yeah. which is why you've got to get out there and expose yourself. Do we got to, it? Yes. Why? It is your imperative as a human being. Um, why? Because I otherwise just, you're you're not growing as a person. You're just this little baby child. But I child. am. I, I've grown up. I've grown out a significant amount. R- right. But, um. But you're not growing in experience. You're not growing a richness of experience, Josie. But many people lead long and very enriching lives with uh, their wonderful families and, uh, you know, careers that are very fulfilling. And they don't, they just do not eat, like, 
um, this, you know, they don't eat like horse meat, like their whole life. It's, I mean, and they're, and they're like a full self-actualized person. Like they've gone through Maslow's hierarchy. Like they're, they have developed intellectually, but they're like, they will never eat like jellyfish or like, I, mean, I, I just, you know, you should be more adventurous and you should try new things. But why? Because it's important to be, have an open mind as a person so that you are, you think about others and you are able to experience other things. If you're able to experience new things in food, you're able to experience new things in people. But so, you can experience new things in people without experiencing the food. But it's easier. Like if it's, you're it's, too open-minded. Close that mind up. Never. No. Close that. Nope. I, it's opening wider just to spite you. I will try, like I said, if it's not endangered or it is a person that doesn't consent to me eating it, I will eat it. Or, or it's not a person. That is going to bite you in the ass one day, my friend. And I know that I swore. That's, a, but word. that's, I like, that's a 50 cent word. That's a 50 cent swear word. Because um, it is, it's also an animal that I would not eat. And I would, given like the proper situation. One day that is going to bite you in the... In the donkey. In the donkey. I will bite that and, donkey. Yeah. Yes. I'm warning you, my friend. I'm, come at me. Come at me, bro. One of these days. One of these days. I... Uh, so that has been another episode of Food Weirdos. Uh, thanks so much for listening in. Uh, so... If you uh, want to tell us, uh, tell tell me, question, you know, my sense of, you know, would I would I really eat that? I mean, yes, I would. But go ahead and uh, tweet us at Food Weirdos Pod, uh, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Food Weirdos, uh, and get in touch with us. Let us know what you think. Uh, thanks again for listening, and as always, stay weird. Stay weird. Recordings, a podcast collective.